Um, I'm mad that the only thing I know about the Evil Within Two is the incredible title drop that's in that game. <laughs> Wait, they say that's the Evil Within. They say it's two? Evil Within Two. No, no, no. Two. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's something like like what Alex said, where it's like two two guys are talking to each other in like an optional side room. It's like, I'm not going out there. You don't understand. It's evil out there. Like being very concerned. And then the main character goes, "Yes." But there's evil within too. Bad. No, like as look well. at the camera. No, they, they say too. Do you know how long it took me to come back here to talk to you about this? You could have just called, you know. Are you coming with me or not? I told you I wasn't going to leave this place. It's fucking evil out there. That may be, but there's evil within too. Whatever. I yes. don't remember that, but that's oh that's my good. God. No, that's the, amazing. Uh, so I've I've been poisoned or I've been obsessed with The Last of Us recently because I watched Hunter play the first game yeah. and then I watched a There's full Last of the Us second too. Game. No, so <laughs> in The Last of Us One, uh, one of the characters kill you know you kill like five hundred people without blinking an eye and then the character says I think that's the last of them and I turned to Hunter and I was like oh! <laughs> <laughs> they said it. <laughs> And then in the second game, I wanted them so bad to be like, oh, I think that's the last of them as well. <laughs> that's the last of us, too. It's so, it's so, I, I respect being so close. It's not it more yeah. than yeah. just dropping yeah. the title. It's funny because it's um, like a cheeky I think book. that if you work the title in in a very funny, I think you can do it in a, in a way that is like... <laughs> that means something if you're you know? willing yeah. to sacrifice yeah. taking your audience completely yeah. out of the narrative i think the resident really here fun. might be evil guys <laughs> <laughs> see I, that one if they had um they got the wrong kind of english writers on that yeah, one for re7 for sure. they got they got the fear guy and the fear guy just only knows how to write creepy gr creepy little yeah, girl, and that's it. Ringy girl. If they, oh god if they if they had me on for re7 okay. i would have made them say it i would have made them say it. <laughs> there is so, i do want to get residence out seems pretty evil i have something to say no, to our audience that's, that's not that's too far removed they're gonna say the words resident evil next to each other <laughs> if you guys I will are, do it if you guys are hearing this now i'd like to advise you to please don't listen to this because your life depends on listening to it. Your your life really depends. <laughs> oh, is that, on, is that uh, a title drop? That. Okay. Mm. Uh, um, Penn and Teller fool us <laughs> on fool this episode. <laughs> we are the fools. If you're if you're going fishing, please don't cast right away. Oh boy, oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It. This is a show where we do something different every single week. Wow. Now, uh, this week, that is Fool Us. Penn & Teller's Fool Us, the uh, television show where you had to fool some magicians. And I am your host, which makes me, I guess, the Joker out of this deck. But uh, yeah. I'm yeah, not going to The one, Nick the one we immediately serious... get rid of. Yeah. Nick, right. <laughs> Nick has Joker energy, for sure. Absolutely. He <laughs> have you gotten Joker-fied? I, yes. I, you know, I've been mildly Joker-fied. I try not to talk about it on this podcast. <laughs> a, um, 
small like thing. Nick's been red pilled. He's always talking about how uh, he loves being a conservative. I got some real cards with me today, as you can tell. Uh, just a real, just we got we got the real three of diamonds here with oh me. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> Please tell me you prepared more than looking at names of cards. Oh boy! All right, pick a host. A real Any jack host. of hearts here. Who are you introducing? Jack of hearts. I got a real jack of hearts, Kale. Uh, I've jacked on some hearts. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, cut that out. That's uh, like... <laughs> I'm Kale. Jesus. I you I thought you. I thought no, you'd all go, right. Can I be balls uh, in a cup? No. <laughs> <laughs> we have the rings that you can take apart, Kale. <laughs> a little rabbit in a hat. This is a rabbit in a hat on a rabbit in a hat. Hey, I got a I got a magic wand I can jack on some balls with. <laughs> oh my uh, god! All right, jack on uh, some balls. Reacting loud, we we've got double-headed coin, Alex. Oh man, you don't want to see what I can do with all of these. <laughs> Two heads, one coin. <laughs> and then uh, we have trick. Oh fuck! Or I, treat? I fuck my own thing. I'm trying to no, <laughs> no not trick or treat. Okay. Not yet. God damn it! Three months. It's not October yet. <laughs> I was going to say uh, we have the uh, we have the trick rope specialist Seb, sure. uh, but I'm realizing the last time I saw that trick done, it was with a phone charger. There are but there are a if... lot of magic things you could have pulled. I I don't know, man. Um, hi Seb. Hi, I, I'm the magic fish. Have you you know the first oh, magic fish? That's good. I like that. Sure. The one that sings? Oh. That no, 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 no. The, the one that you ask it a question <laughs> and it curls up. Billy Big <laughs> Alex <laughs> thought his future was he's going down to the river. <laughs> he, t- he told me he was a rat. <laughs> That's what made Sopranos uh, rap. Check out The Sopranos post, on yeah. HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or steal it. <clears throat> so, welcome everyone. Uh, this is Alex's episode. We... Yes. Um, we are doing Penn and Teller Fool Us. We're a little recording a little later than usual. The energy might be down slightly, but we are going to boost it right oh, back up, up by talking about the algorithm, the the recommendations, all that shit that's like completely yeah. controls your life so now. I, I brought because... it up. Uh, I brought it up a little bit at the end of last week's episode when we announced the topic. But uh, the reason that I found this at all was because of the YouTube hole. Uh, it was oh, a recommended yeah. that has then poisoned all of the rest of my recommendeds. Uh, and it's been right. a very great time, but sometimes you click on one thing and then it is all you see and you don't like yeah. it. I watched right. one video on a thousand degree knife and that's all. I <laughs> Hydraulic press and then you're done. Yep. It's over. So in, um, I would like uh, the listeners to know something that should not come as a surprise to any of us, anyone who listens to the show on a regular basis uh, or the people who are you know, helping me record it, uh, that every single week my recommendations get inundated with a new horrible thing because I'm <laughs> doing research for whatever the topic of the show is. That's it. And like this week, this week is a little different because uh, this thing we're watching is on YouTube. So I'm getting more yeah. than ever. Yes. But like, it's especially funny because my Amazon recommendations will also change. That's something that I notice most of all, because like, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, go to get something or re- renew something or check to see if Cam's charging me for HBO movies or anything That's like right. that. And um, <laughs> the answer is yes. And, <laughs> and uh, I will see, like, on Amazon, like, last week, for example, 
they didn't just think that I, I liked hot dogs. They're like, you want to start a hot dog cart. Like, you, yeah, you, you definitely you need... an entrepreneur. You need the hot dog shaved truck. You need spikes like, for They were recommending dogs. me hot dog, like, flag banner to put on my cart. And you, uh, you do. Truck. You bought that, correct? Did you get... I should have. <laughs> mustard uh, bulk i do want to um yeah exactly i, I do want to pull up exactly uh, like if we can i want to pull up the youtube page for the show because that has a lot of insane algorithm suggestions um okay. because it's it's a combination of things we've looked up for the show and times nick has looked up youtube not realizing he was logged in oh um, for the so the podcast youtube yes, channel. yes. Okay. that's ab- absolutely right um all right, so let's look through. So we have a couple death battles from when we did <laughs> yes. that episode. Oh, I was now, getting that a, for a What a, a wonderful month, episode. Uh, we have Magneto versus Darth Vader on the front here. Yeah. Ooh. No, Can no, wait, hold that? on. That's not one of them. It's Doctor Doom versus Darth Vader, right? No, Magneto versus Darth Vader. Uh, two years Can ago. Can you play it? Death battle. Share your oh, screen. Oh, shit. <laughs> you missed that one. Um, and That's then weird. we have uh, the Raid Redemption soundtrack. Still, <laughs> yeah. that that goes that goes way back. That's like a year that's ago. That's like two years ago. Um, that's two years. That was ago. like one of the first have, things we did. We have uh, Seinfeld in HD. George Costanza's answering machine, which is the famous clip where he's got his, the singing answering machine. If believe it um, or not, uh, seventeen best old Nintendo commercials. Okay, uh, that's just that is average. almost certainly also me for something I put in the show. <laughs> yes. Uh, C programming tutorial for beginners. Not me. I mean, or at least, I mean, it probably is me, but I don't know why there would be yeah. offering that to me. What is the Seinfeld one from? I don't know. Uh, we've got a Hollow Knight thing. Yep. Uh, oh, a nice. song remix from Enter the Spider Verse. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's definitely uh, both. Those things are us. God damn it! <laughs> recommended uh, movies. The first. Uh, so the YouTube recommended movies tab. The first. Four of them are Pokemon movies. Uh, and then, <laughs> and is, oh, shit. That's us. And then it is Ready Player One. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, <laughs> a Final no. Fantasy Kingsglaive. Uh, That's funny. <laughs> Holy shit. Is that a movie? There's some good shit on here. But anyway, yeah. Like that. That's the kind of thing I have to look at whenever I I'm, I go on this YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, that's so funny. Because might, I like... might even be because I have attempted to learn coding before. But yeah. were you on? The, were you I logged into the I have occasionally podcast, logged into there. I am logged in on um, for the Google Drive, so that that might affect. Yes, yeah. I love. And that honestly, Arby's has a new point... beer battered fish sandwich. I gotta check Ooh. that out. <laughs> uh, so it sounds like the algorithm really is uh, is oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> report of the week is big, uh, but I always get his his uh, pop ups on my front page. Damn, dude! But uh, he's classic. Mm. Anyway, see, yeah, yes. uh, the algorithm. That's what we were talking about. <laughs> yes, but that's uh, it's it's that easy to fall. It's yes. perfect because we're getting the, uh... led down a hole by reading. You know, oh, that does sound yeah. interesting. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Steve. Oh, uh, Steve, nineteen eighty nine, put out a new MRE video too. Hmm. Jesus, MRE. People, people being... just got to be sending these to him, right? Military. Uh, I think he buys them. I don't know. He has a Patreon. What's the? I know he probably he, he probably just buys uh, meal ready to eat. Yes. Oh. Yeah, he yeah, was the one. I... We, we passed him around a while ago, but he's the guy who does. Yeah, who eats like the military rations from around the world and talks about you know talks about the food. Yeah, how bad it is or how no, it was. Yeah, it was bad. big. It was big among friend of the show and uh, Andrew and I. Yeah. Uh, for a while. Yeah, that fits in really well into the algorithm stuff because it 
watching it's it fits in with me um in my mind very well with the thousand degree knife and hydraulic press absolutely absolutely like oh shit what would that be like and then you watch it it's like you know five minutes or whatever yeah he eats it and he says these mashed potatoes were terrible. Well, he, he's usually pretty really in-depth. If he, has a, if he has a big menu, it can get, like, you know, 30 minutes. He goes through all the whole thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Because some of those have yeah. multiple meals. They're, like, 24 hours. So he has to, like, come back, and eat breakfast, eat lunch, and eat dinner. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so they're long, yeah. Um, yeah, for me, I, I, if you don't mind, I'll start out because I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm just talking about the <laughs> random shit that I've you know found and enjoyed because it's popped up right i think this is this is pretty funny yeah i I really don't get sucked into those too often but when when it becomes a late night and i've had a couple drinks and it's like the thing i get sucked into is speaking of our shows youtube is roller coaster tycoon videos (laughs) where you're making a coaster that lasts 11 years yeah that's one of my favorite channels he does a bunch of weird roller coaster tycoon stuff and like that's it's insane that's, yeah that's and he good, just yeah. keeps making longer because, shit like jesus right yes. that's the fun of it is is breaking the world around you and yeah. finding a way to make a coaster last 11 real world years and yeah. then and there's the, like, like the, there's like science to it it isn't just filling up the entire map with coasters there's oh, strategies yeah. you can use with like synchronizing <laughs> stations and stuff it's pretty Not incredible. some dumbass off the street can do this you know, oh, yeah. not every dumbass. There's a reason street. it's a world it, record. It takes, it takes skill. <laughs> but um, the more recent thing I've been getting sucked into, which I think Alex got me sucked into, is I've been obsessed with Germa videos lately. Yes. <laughs> or for a long time. is uh, The variety streamer Germa985. Yeah, if you don't know Germa985, he's been streaming for a very long time. I recently was watching a eight-year-old video of him playing... Uh, super meat boy god that was <laughs> so a thing. i'm like so in yeah he was um he kind of came out he got popular uh doing youtube videos on tf2 mostly uh which is you know kind of where i came to yeah. him but a lot of those a lot of those the older guard of team fortress guys just became streamers and like he does a bunch of variety stuff he he was never like amazing at the game it was always just his personality that brought you there yeah so he's he's so entertaining that i'll watch him do almost anything and because he's been streaming for so long, I have I'm I'm almost trying to run out of content from yeah, him. Yeah, he's got like you know I've been watching cut like hundred hours of backlog stuff. Uh, it's on, it's on insane. YouTube. It must be more than that even. Yeah. Like I'm watching I'm watching highlight videos and there are full stream videos of him like playing fucking like Zoo Tycoon or yeah. something. It's always something weird hours. and bad. Uh, but he has some really incredibly funny videos, and I'm I'm just starting to dive into the real bullshit mm-hmm. where he's playing, like uh, a video where or a game where you VR build a desk or take apart a desk. Yeah, like a wo- the woodworking like, one. Yeah, like he's he's getting into some yeah. Real it seems shit. more like a tutorial than a game. Like, hey, um, you need help. Well, in VR, you like have to take a screwdriver and unscrew the screws <laughs> and take. It's like total like um, one one of my obsession. favorites. One of my favorites of his, and I think it might have been one of the first ones I sent you. Uh, but uh, he has mm-hmm. a great. It's a, a stream highlight video, but uh, he did a a couple videos on um, one of those shovelware PC games you got. That's like a hundred thousand games in one. That was what, that is exactly the one that got yeah. me into him is he plays a game, a PC game called like 700,000 games. 
and, and like six hundred thousand are Sudoku. Yeah, he brings up like a, like in the video, you know, he's going through them and he brings up the overlay and he's like, "All right, these don't work," and he checks all of them off. Yeah. And he's like, "All right, these are all the same game," and it's very very funny. Yeah, so we'll move on. But if if listeners have any um yeah, videos if you like they weird, want to send funny me, game stuff, these I'm great. I'm always looking for more stuff. Um, and if you're looking for stuff, check out Jeremy. Yeah, I'm a fan I, of the Vine Sauce guys. Um, yeah, they yeah, he's really funny. Rev too. The and, corruption uh, videos have been. Joel, obviously. Um, you you guys know Joel? Uh, uh, I, I've heard the name. Oh, I don't, he's I don't um, connected. Who does the Granddad and the Flintstones? He's Scandinavian. I think he's Swedish. Um, but yeah, his dad sounds like Kermit when he impersonates his dad. Um, and he's very cool. <laughs> he's very cool. Uh, he does a lot of, like, uh, metal stuff. Like, he, you know, records himself. He has a song about pineapples not belonging on pizza, which makes me feel validated. Um, but yeah. Ooh. Sweet yeah. and salty. Um, one other one other channel that I've, I've come to a little bit recently that I've pretty much gone through all of the videos on. Um, this guy, uh, FitMC, does videos on um, does Minecraft videos on one specific server. Uh, it's a, it's an anarchy server, which means there are no there are no rules at all, and hacking is encouraged. Huh. Uh, but it is it is the uh, it is the oldest anarchy server in Minecraft. It's been running for almost ten wow. years with the same map and. Uh, and so he basically does videos where he breaks breaks down like the like community drama and like stuff that happened on this server, and it is so engrossing because I it's just it. a bunch of people in a black game, but like there's like like story and lore to it because shit has been happening for ten huh. years. So uh, it's really interesting. What snapshot is it running on then? Is it it just hasn't um, updated? It's been on Minecraft version one point twelve wow. for a while because that's the last version that has been stable. Oh, okay. Uh, for that many players but it has gone through all the minecraft versions up until then okay. which is pretty impressive wow. and it's if you like minecraft it's it's cool to see a world that does that because the game has changed so much in 10 years hmm. um but yeah that was a that was a weird rabbit hole for me to fall down kind of getting back into mm -hmm. minecraft and it's been fun to just listen to that stuff yeah instead of talking about minecraft you're talking about the politics of people playing on a yeah, specific server under it's, specific it's rules. like a weird internet hole in like in the way that people can talk about forum drama and stuff it's very similar I <laughs> yeah there's a I, I love really enjoy yeah. videos like that as, yeah. as you could tell from the multiple times i've derailed first segments of this show <laughs> to talk about something specific that happened on a forum a million years ago yeah. that nobody gives yeah. a shit exactly. about. yeah that's, that's what i watched down the rabbit hole for mm -hmm. mm. um Sarah Z mm. has been doing some really good yeah, breakdowns really of that cool. sort of thing. Um, and then, uh, um, what's the other one who just did the brony one? Something. Oh, uh, Jenny uh, Nicholson. That, she's great. Nicholson. She's she's yeah. great. She's really she's got a really good um, channel. Think um, watch that with me. But she's she's more she has like a specific uh, niche oh, yeah. that's very nice. Yeah, it's like theme park uh, and strange nerd yeah, culture. Yeah, I didn't know she was a big brony. She's <laughs> yeah. horse famous apparently. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> That's oh, did, funny, you, did you watch that, that video? Yeah, I watched it with Mink, and she saw this one plushie in the background where she was like, oh my god, she was really into it. And I was like, oh, how can you tell? I mean, I mean, obviously there's a ton of ponies back there, but like, what, what do you mean when you say that? She's like, that plushie back there is like over $100, like $200. It's a, a custom-made plushie, oh like god. a limited edition plushie of a character from an alternate universe fanfic that got really big called Holy uh, oh, yeah. Fallout Equestria. 
And yeah, there's a follow-up oh follow pony crossover yeah. that apparently was very yeah, big. Yeah, it in was that huge. Uh, that, that is a great video if you're interested in weird nerd culture stuff. She put out a very long, very detailed video on the whole brony sensation. Yeah. From a person it's who was, she was in it, who was both into it and yeah, yeah Bing, Bing was talking uh, about kind of um, when she was talking about uh, there was like a, a, a um, friendship is witchcraft or yeah, friendship is witchcraft. Um, yeah, apparently she was part of that, and that was a huge thing in the pony community. Was that like yeah, that was kind of like a, a fan work. Yeah, that was like that a really huge thing. thing. So Bing was like, oh my god, she did that. Um, and it's it's funny hearing that from Bink because Bink was actually kind of horse famous too for one of her blogs and she's kind of got her own like <laughs> custom cards in, in uh, some of the pony games. games. Yeah, that is that is the term when you were big in the, the brony fan community. You were horse yeah. famous. It's such a funny such a <laughs> that's like, and like you know like like all things, it starts out being ironic, like isn't this funny? This is a funny way to make fun of ourselves because who would give a shit? You're horse yeah. famous, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, but then but they were then actual celebrities yeah. seriously. in the convention right. scene. <laughs> Yep. Wow. What yeah. a time to be alive. Um, but anyway, I, I, so that's the kind of thing that pops up on my uh, recommends is like deep dives into internet specific things, which I imagine people are getting a lot now. But um, I'm also getting, uh, I get a lot of like, you know, is this old game any good? Like, and it's, you know, it's something that I have no interest in playing and will never purchase, but it's like, uh, is the PS1 or N64 version of uh, Mega Man Legends better? And I'm like, I wonder which version is better. And it's, yeah. The no, answer oh, at the end of the video is, eh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, kind of the same. Yeah, they're about the same. And I'm like, hmm, well, now I know. It's been and, two uh, hours and you're like, Oh, I guess so. Um, I get a lot of speedrun and score attack recommends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I, I love that stuff. And I follow a lot of people. Like, I follow uh, Zallard1, uh, who does Punch Out and Star Fox stuff. But I followed him in 2009 because he was running uh, the game Punch Out Wii, which I loved and was playing at the time. But I never fell out of love for the game. I never, like, stopped enjoying it. So uh, for him to go, yeah, here's a blindfolded run of uh, Punch-Out for the NES. I'm like, yeah, this is still the greatest thing ever. If he posted this every month until I die, presumably, I would be fine with this. <laughs> um, and uh, because of that, I get stuff like that. Like, yeah, speedrun uh, stuff oh, is a new... huge chunk of my YouTube mm -hmm. recommendeds. Um... Uh, it's like how this Mario Bros. 2 record was beaten after 13 years. And I'm like, how was it? I, I got to <laughs> know how they beat and, it. Uh, yeah. Can you beat um, Mario without collecting a coin? <laughs> that, <laughs> that was big for stuff. a while. Everybody was talking about uh, not collecting coins in Mario games. That I love the one and a half presses like thing. That. Was that? Those are always fun. Oh, yeah, the A-press. Oh, trying to beat Mario 64 in the least jumps. No. This isn't a press. This is a half-press. No, I'm not talking about that. Uh, yeah, um, I got. I, I also like. Uh, not even getting into like the fighting game stuff. Like I have a, a whole segment of my recommends that's all fighting game stuff because I've watched so many like matches and tournaments and stuff like that. Uh, but like removing that, um, I I also uh, I get a lot of like original animations, mm. like stuff that people made specifically oh, for the, the web. Because like yes, uh, obviously, <laughs> of course, death um, battles. <laughs> no, but yes. Yeah, uh, like like I do get recommended those, but that's not what I'm talking about when I say this sort of thing. It's more stuff like uh, Double King was, is a good example of that kind of thing. Uh, I think that's because I follow a lot of artists on Twitter and where they're like, I made something, check it out. And I click on that and it brings me to yeah. the YouTube link of the Twitter video or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
and then it's like that'll register me there and it's like every single thing you click on every word you say with your phone in the same room as you is all being kind of sort of blended into this one thing which is why last week amazon's like you want to buy a hot dog flag and this week <laughs> amazon's like you want a trick deck of cards and i'm like no i don't but thank <laughs> but you but how much is that i appreciate it <laughs> yeah how much is the hot dog flag <laughs> i posted the link to the hot dog flag in the oh chat. thank god but um but um it's just that's something that is really funny to me about doing this show is that the algorithm at least when it comes to making purchases is so confused mm-hmm. as to what i want when it comes to videos they i think they've uh youtube has like my behaviors sorted down to like a a microsecond of what i might want to do and when but <laughs> purchases it has no fucking yeah. clue what well, i want one of my favorite tweets of all time is to, to bring it back to reciting tweets uh podcast our favorite thing to do one of, of our course. favorites is uh amazon because i bought a new toilet seat does not mean i want to start collecting yeah, dude, toilets I, can't <laughs> like, I only need mattresses. one toilet seat. i'm like seat. i bought one mattress i don't need another <laughs> yes. one how many do you think i need Stop advertising me purple mattress. Yeah. I'm tired of watching the Sasquatch mom beat the squeak death. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the algorithm, man. That's yeah, it's it it's really something. It's, oh, it's good. And I get I ads for it. the Twilight Zone mm. all the time. Yes, good. I get ads. <laughs> the Check ads are like, is like a completely different thing because that's like um with the, the sort of the YouTube recommends and with the Amazon like purchase recommends, like we think you need this thing. But with the ad the targeted ads like what do we think this person might maybe need it's like trying it's like more predictive as opposed yeah. to car insurance just twice yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you bought oh, one man. apartment do you want another apartment mm. apartments.com become a landlord yeah Buy you, all you look at a rent again <laughs> i don't think you can become a landlord by renting two apartments <laughs> you <laughs> sub renting Sublet. That's what that's called. Right. Um, yeah, uh, this is this is like the kind of thing that just happens, and um, sometimes it can lead to you just like going down whatever whatever hole. Uh, I actually I've, I've discovered a couple of games this way just because like clicking on a video about a game I've never heard of is like, uh, yeah, this indie game is pretty cool, and here's my review of it, and I'm I'm like you know a YouTuber I've never heard of before that has come out of the womb fully formed with 22 million subscribers, uh, talking <laughs> yeah, about an that, indie game yeah, I've never that, heard that of. That is a weird thing with YouTube in that like yeah you can just find someone that you've never heard of but they have like you know 10 hours of videos you can go watch like right there. Yeah, oh right. My he God. was he was transplanted into this dimension, and I've never heard of him before. And uh, if I had not been recommended his video, I would never know about him, despite him talking about exclusively the the you know niche interest i yeah. care about you think i and would know about the guy who do only eats millions yeah. of military <laughs> it's so strange because youtube never used to be like that the biggest youtubers everybody knew who they were now i have no idea who anyone right. is they're all like ah oh, nikki tutorials came out and i was like who um i talked last <laughs> week about the um several uh hot dog convenience products i <laughs> saw videos on it was like a whole thing a subculture that yeah. i had no idea about there's there's a guy who runs a, a thing called Beyond the Long Box, which is like a, a comics history and like interview channel, and it's really good. He did this whole breakdown of French comics, and I'm like, why why don't I know about this? Who wasn't somebody going to tell me about this? Like this is like the kind of thing yeah. that I care about. And, this is important to me. Um, yeah, I I haven't talked about my particular rabbit holes yet. As as are you done, Nick? 
Oh, yeah, oh, I think I'm done. Um, I'm almost, I, yeah, we're ready to move on. Once in a while, I'll be like, I want to watch some kitty cats, right? Now I cannot stop fucking seeing any kitty cats. There are so many cats. Mm -hmm. the, the cat videos have consumed me. I have all these crazy, stupid, like, clickbaity things that's like, cat, cat doesn't want to stop hugging his owner. And I'm like, you know what? It's it's, oh, ele so it's 11 p.m. I just kind of stare at it and I'm like, kitty cat. Um, it, it shows me these, yeah, like, su stupid... They've got these, like, stupid sound effects in them, like, boing, and, and you know... It, yeah, there's one <laughs> called, like, slideshow of animals, <laughs> and it it has, like, this terrible... Um, the captions are, are not in correct English. It's obviously some kind of weird English thing. Speaking of which, I keep getting this ad for this, like, stupid Chinese game, and it's, like, you're... Oh, I didn't even talk God. about the mobile game ads. I've still maintained that one day I'm going to make you guys click oh, on an ad oh, and play no. a game That's a from really good the way Oh, God, I can't wait to come instantly. Can't wait to break my phone. Um, my wife is going to be so mad. If you are over 25 and you, need, and you have a computer, you need to play this game. Just a picture of a tree with just a Just a face. picture of a woman. It doesn't tell you anything. Oh. And I, I have like wanted to, to click on that instantly. ad every yeah. day of my Dude, life. I've been trying to come instantly ever since. Dude, it, it's <laughs> like this, this one ad I keep getting, it's you're trying to be like the empress of China or something. So you work your way up. Oh, I And it started advertising to me on Twitter was in like Chinese. And I'm like, who do you think I am? I've never watched a Chinese, like, language thing in my life. I don't understand Chinese. It's frustrating because I'm I'm so sick of watching Bart fuck Apu. Like, I'm <laughs> old. Um, <laughs> I want him to at least switch. Yeah, yeah. come on. Uh, <laughs> it's a variety. I guess maybe not. I don't know. Um, but uh, what, one of my other bad. holes it's is... Um, one of my other rabbit holes is um, not conspiracy theories... But there's this mm -hmm. subset of YouTubers that follow um, AR games and, like, just creepy shit. But they aren't, like, the weird, like, top ten, like, craziest noises ever heard. Top ten government assassinations. Yeah. No, they're, they're more like... <laughs> I will be making that list and then the government will put me on it. Oh, yeah, you're number 11 for yeah. sure. All right, I, I'm sorry. So I've been scrolling uh, my YouTube and we I know we talked about the guy who makes very long roller coasters, but I just saw a recommended from him. He made a calculator out of roller coasters huh. in this video. <laughs> That's, That's really impressive. Um, but, but they, like, cover... Like missing people kind of things, mysteries, internet mysteries. Um, there's this one called Wang that I like, and he actually does specifically like internet mystery stuff, which is like the mysterious, the most mysterious song on the internet, and it's actually track trying to track down like who made this one song, and it's like all sorts of kind of crazy cool stuff. Huh. But then because I watch those, things, it's what the History Channel should be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it's like. I fell into this hole, like, last October because I was like, I'm going to watch some spooky things because it's Halloween. And now I can't stop watching them. They're all like, this woman disappeared. Like, there's this one very famous case of this woman who, like, she, she was a young woman traveling alone, somehow ended up in a closed water tank at the top of a hotel, and nobody knows how. Um, and they didn't... That is so up yeah, my alley. They, they don't Please know how, how she got in there and um 
She, now, they didn't um, find out until they, the water. She in the hotel does not got know how up. she got in huh? there either. I'm I'm what? confused. She does not know how she got in there either. She's, She's died. She died. In the, she <laughs> oh, drowned. They couldn't ask her, huh? <laughs> they couldn't have they, asked her. So, okay, so she drowned, and they didn't find her <laughs> until the water in the hotel got nasty, and they got complaints about it. Uh, hmm. Very creepy. Uh, you got it. You. I, yeah, you I, I'll, I'll send you that kind of thing. Um, I'll figure so it out. Got, I'd imagine it was some sort of haunted hotel situation. Right? I think that Ugh. particular hotel actually had a few murders in it already. Um, it's in California mm-hmm. somewhere. Uh. Um, Do you guys? Um, I'm, I'm sorry, right but now. this you you talking about this mysterious death uh, does make me think of uh, something that is like kind of on mm-hmm. the other end of this. But uh, there's a guy who just his his a Brazilian guy who goes by the name of Stealth Gamer Br, who just does really intricate, elaborate. Uh, plays of stealth game stealth games like just a level of a stealth game and he's like i am not doing this like ghost where i or pacifist or anything like that this is an entertainment thing i am there's no commentary i am just killing people in the most entertaining way possible every Mm. single time and it is really good and he does it for games you wouldn't expect he just released one for last of us too that was really incredible all right like a game that Uh, does not give you a lot of freedom um actually that's for another episode but the psychopath episode i disagree with that no, I keep getting stuff now for yes. actual conspiracy theories, especially, actually, which I think is more because of my mm. history, like, YouTube stuff that I like to watch. I like to watch stuff about, like, ancient cultures and things like that. And they're like, the Lemurian hypothesis okay, and shit like that. Ugh. It's really yeah. weird. And then they start talking about skull shape, and then you know you're down. Yeah, they're like, they're the crystal wrong... skulls. Oh, no. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. no, that's, that's not real. They're talking about racial purity all, all of a sudden. Shit, they fucking we should, do. We should probably <laughs> cut this off. out something that really makes me laugh, which is that, um... All the the Flat Earth Guys mm-hmm. videos are, like, over an hour long, and it's like, god damn, man, you couldn't sum this yeah, up. Yeah, no. Like, or there's, um, there's the, like, Younger Dryas, and we... it wiped out a pre-Ice Age, you know, like, ancient civilization or something like that, and it, it's all really And shit. that's why Europeans are superior. Yeah, they mm-hmm. just yeah, go right yeah, into yeah, it. Boy. Let's, they didn't let's even wrap try. this up before yeah. we get a no, little deep. No, those are my <laughs> Deep on this. They're very interesting. It's a- exactly what we were talking about, is you get you start to lean into something. and then Yeah, it, that's it how people get radicalized. You know, like, they talk, that's true, you yeah. talk about getting radicalized. You, you, you thought you were just watching fast true. food reviews, yeah. and all of a sudden... <laughs> You're a flat earther. You, fucking uh, really. You want to learn real history, and then you get sold like Atlantis was real. <laughs> Not an allegory by Plato. Atlantis, the theme park, was a front from actual Atlanteans. So, but, uh, uh, Nick, yeah, you definitely, take this into um, that. Yeah, absolutely. If you have a good rabbit hole story, please send it in to us. I would love to hear yes. some strange... I would especially like to know if you got into a hobby or subculture specifically because you, like, clicked on one thing once and now all of a sudden it's... That, like that happened to me with SMI, being... actually. That's how I got it. Yeah, being uh-huh. currently uh, semi-employed, I'm watching about 40 YouTube videos a day, so if our <laughs> listeners have anything Only to 40? suggest to me, I'm... I'm running out of They're content. They're all hours long. They're all one hour long. Uh, so he's, Cam, he's I, working I, full I time. I, posted, <laughs> I may have just posted about eight hours worth of videos yeah. from my recommended. In Nick, your, in Nick your just thing. occupied me for about a week. So I I hope you enjoy week. the one about the Hyatt Regency walkway collapse. That one's, <laughs> that one's fun. I will be watching it. All right. So, um, yes, this has been our first segment, but we will be bringing you next to uh, the topic that Alex fell down a rabbit hole about. Which is my hole. Penn and Teller fool us. That's Don't right. And <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> All right.
60-foot heads. 60-foot heads. Mount Rushmore, man. Fucking Mount Rushmore. We are calling bullshit on Mount Rushmore. everyone to please don't listen to this your life depends on it do our next guests have what it takes to fool Penn and teller let's find out That's right. nice. so, uh, alex it. you uh recommended Penn and teller fool us specifically because you fell down the algorithm hole of it what experience do you have with these guys um not a ton i mean like i mean i know them as famous magicians and you know kind of the the vegas folks that are more critical of the like uh, worst side of magic culture yeah because like the david cop revealed side is a little bit like the chris angel stuff is yeah. a little bit too hokey mm-hmm. for me um i think like like dressing up your your magic tricks as like you actually are a supernatural person is a thing that God i really dislike yeah. to do this <laughs> um but they're like very classic in the sense that they acknowledge that it's a trick and they're they're tricking you and it's not you know, you could learn how to do this. And I think that's interesting. And this, go, you know, watching a lot of this has given me a slight amount of interest in learning how to do a magic mm-hmm. trick. Uh, even mm-hmm. though I'm, I n- haven't normally been the kind of person to be interested in that stuff. But um, yeah, this is, it's, it's fun because I like that they kind of talk shop a little bit towards the end. You know, when, when they're guessing how people do their tricks, they pull out some coded language and stuff in a way that's very interesting to try and figure out what they're saying. Because um, yeah, they I don't like want to spoil the, the trick the for the viewers yeah. and for the audience, but they also want to communicate to the magician exactly how they think they did. Yeah, it. there were a couple episodes uh, where where they straight up just said what they thought because they were frustrated. Yeah, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or um, yeah, and, or, and, or if it's so, a simple illusion with an interesting twist, they'll say like, "Oh, well, you did the, the that... two card thing, and then you put something else on it," which is cool. But something yeah. that I'd like well, to say please. is that. Um, uh, in the, this is a distinct change from the first season onwards. So early on in the show, um, Penn would Penn was like saying that as a threat. Like if you come on, you better fool us because fooling us gives us the gives you the reward of being able to come to our magic show, like and be in our magic routine and on our magic show. But if you do fail and we do know what you're doing, I am going to reveal your trick on the air. Now that is kind of yeah. a dick move. Yeah. Uh, so and people and it would like deter talented magicians. Yeah, from I'm going glad they the stopped show. that. So they stopped doing yeah. that. It was like the stakes didn't need to be high for this show. So I'm glad yeah. they stopped doing <laughs> yeah. that. Um, I didn't watch any season it's... one. I watched mostly season seven. And oh yeah, I didn't. Uh, see he didn't. That. They didn't act like that at all. They were actually really kind to everybody on the show, and that's what I liked. About yeah, that. I think that um people people kind of bristle up against Penn. Penn is uh said to be kind of a jerk in real I life. I see it. But I think that his well, persona yeah, he's, yeah, he's, in... he's the mouth. Yeah, he's supposed to be kind of more loud and outgoing because he's, you know, right, in air right, quote, this... part of his act is that he's making up for the both of them because Teller doesn't talk. Yeah. Right. Huh. Right. Um, but like even more so than just the stage presence yes. of like, I got to be like brash to, to kind of like get over on somebody. Uh, they, they, uh, uh, I got to pull yeah. it up because I was um, reading it somewhere, but like apparently he is, uh, he's a tough, tough guy to deal with. Mm-hmm. in person but i think that that i think that this is one aspect where notes 
can help. Yeah, you know, absolutely, where, you yeah. know, some some executive or some audience was like, it's like you are being way too harsh on these people who came out to perform for you and treat you like a god on this magic show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so from that season onward, you can definitely tell Penn, Penn and Teller are like treating the these young new magicians with a little bit more kind yeah. of respect and, and softness. You, and it's interesting they 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 talk about I'm sorry oh. Sam, they talk yeah. about it a couple times um on the program but especially people they have back more than once they'll say like oh you know what did the show do for you and they're like well now I have an act because people watch this show huh. uh, which is cool. Yeah. That's great. Um, um yeah. yeah I I noticed I like um that. when I watched I actually watched um skimmed their TV movie from 1990 um don't try this at home um and they were definitely way more or they mo- mostly pen but um, i i know that teller works on his monologues is actually something he said during um the uh the fool us oh interesting um but uh he he was ragging on everybody like he's like yeah fuck you david copperfield fuck you blah da, da. you know like <laughs> don't try this at home we're yeah. the real magicians yeah. like we all you all know it's an act <laughs> A lot of magicians will come out yeah, here with and they, some kind they were of railing up against and they'll just do the, something yeah, that's really that, that's what he was the saying. Frogs and, are gay and, you know, because he, he was um you know, railing on censors, he was railing on people who don't understand oh, that yikes. it's an act and Homer Simpson doesn't, you know, isn't a real person. He's an actor or whatever like that. It is something he actually said. Yeah, I, I do like um, I do like that they're they're anti establishment a little bit in the way that they do their stuff because I think like I did I mentioned it earlier, but I think a lot of the hoity toityness around magic is kind of dumb. Yeah. I think um, it, you oh, you should be able to break down and explain a trick. I think that like like they 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 have said it on interviews and stuff, but they're like you know magicians always like, never explain their trick is a bad thing for people trying to learn how to do yeah. this. Um, oh, interesting. And, which is cool, That's... but like they they're pretty good about not like yeah they doing the code and stuff and not spoiling a, an illusion that someone wants to yeah. do. But uh, on every episode of their show, that they or most of the ones that I saw, they they will teach the audience how to do a, a simple illusion, yeah. which is pretty fun. Yeah. Um, a lot of the ones that I saw, they don't teach a trick. They'll explain like the um the thought behind the trick without explaining exactly how to do yeah. it, and then they'll just do like they'll just entertain the audience for yeah. a little bit themselves. Yeah. One of my favorite ones was they just were like, uh, they were like half teaching the audience. And at the same time, they were uh, like, they were performing and teaching at the same time. And all to lead up to a punchline where Penn gets fake stabbed in the hand by Teller, <laughs> who's blindfolded with a knife. And then the, 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 of course, the knife goes through his hand and the card they were looking for is on the end of his hand. Yeah. And oh, like, that's yeah. the, that's the like end of the bit. But he's like, and then he's like, well, see, this only works because you guys hate me because I was an asshole to the audience member and to tell her during this trick. And he's like explaining not just the magic trick, but the why. Yeah. How you sell Yeah. I they they to, really yeah, talk yeah, a lot know. about how, um, like they mentioned a lot, how you have to set up how the magic works, you know, even if it's not like, you know, actually how the trick works. It's like, oh, like I have a spe- special connection with my helper here. So it works like that. Or, you know, like there's there's a reasoning, yeah. like yeah. a magical thinking behind it. Yeah, it's interesting. And I, I definitely watching this, I definitely picked up a lot of, uh, you know, words that they use in the biz, like uh, like a force, yeah. which is a yeah, thing that, that they use uh-huh. to get to get a or person a, to a pick he- something that they want. Yeah. So if they put pl- out or some a cards. a hero prop. Yeah. A hero prop is like one that's special 
in like a sea of a million like a like you know somebody in one of the first episodes gets the gets an audience member to write their name yeah. at the top of a card that becomes a hero prop yes. that's shuffled into the rest and that's the, the special the thing that they're going to be able yes. to produce mm-hmm. later yeah it's very cool there's a lot of that like the inner workings of that stuff that you know they are kind of secretive of it of it because that's how yes. magicians are but it was cool to see some of the the uh, see some see behind the curtain a yeah. little bit i guess um, but yeah, what did you guys think? I just go through a couple episodes that you watched, some some tricks that impressed you, some times they got fooled, anything really. Um, I want to hear from Cam because I know he was uh, watching this, like he was had it up on the TV what like a couple hours ago, right? Yeah, when I came uh, over to visit, he had him. <laughs> he was yeah, I kind of I kind of procrastinate this one. I was down on the wire on this, but um, I I did really enjoy it. I'm gonna pull up my uh, my history right now so I can see which ones I watched. I watched like six or seven. Um, uh, yeah, I, I remember well, the one that you did have on. I, I remember that guy being pretty good. He he was on the show like four times or something. Um, yeah, so I was going to mention that was my that was my favorite guy. Um, I think it was Paul Gertner. Yes, um, and a he, lot of these um, a lot of these. If you want to to watch some of these episodes, um, a lot of these clips of specific magicians are just on their YouTube channel. Yeah. So if you were to Google Paul Gertner, he's got his four appearances up on YouTube right now. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I really appreciate that, and I, I like that. These people see that as see this as a like moment of pride. Like, yeah, oh, this I is was how you get booked too. You're like, like, here's my four appearances on this TV yeah. show. You know, yeah, that's sick. I like. And it's never you know, like a oh, magicians. I failed. Like, no, none of them ever, or most of them never seem disappointed if they didn't fool them. They're oh like, no, it's, oh, no. It's well, just they know they're the best to, of the yeah. best. Yeah, and especially Absolutely. since like, Penn and Teller always say something really good to them like um even if they didn't fool them mm-hmm. they'll say like this was a really unique act or um this is you know something i want to see yeah, other we, love people the do. Yeah, we love the presentation yeah. we love how you interact with the audience or i watched one where um the woman was she was trying to do fashion magic um oh that's yeah cool. um I, i'll explain that later but they were like we really want other women like a hundred other women to be copying you after this because you know flattery <laughs> yeah. is the cool. highest form of uh, yeah so uh, yeah, Gardner I did a couple I, of his, a couple different you know ones. I mean. I'm curious which ones you you checked out, Cam. I watched three out of his four. Um, real quick, I would like to say I should have mentioned this off air, but I don't want each of us to just be describing a certain trick. Like I'd rather talk mm-hmm. about your experience with the show instead of reciting what each trick was. But well, yeah, you don't need to explain the... it because obviously they didn't explain how they did it. So you just say basically what the basic setup was of, of the things he did. Or talk yeah. about the, ty- the type of magic he did, at least. Yeah, I just don't want to go over to, like, and then he took the cards and he put them in, you know, <laughs> blank. And yeah, I don't like, remember a lot of those details from anyway from the ones that I saw. But anyway, uh, Paul Gardner was, or Gertner was uh, really, really cool. Like, he, he does a really interesting variation on the uh, the ball and cup. Oh, trick yeah, those are, that's wonderful. The whole trick is he's talking about how you do an, a normal trick with ball and cup, but then he'll be like... And then you would put the cup on uh, the ball under here, and he'd lift the cup up, and the, there was a, a full coke can <laughs> under it, or yeah. a, <laughs> he, he, a he ball kept... that is the exact size of the yeah. cup, where it's too big yeah. to have rattled around on the inside. He undercut all like all of the traditional like uh, uh, ball and cup stuff. By uh, my my favorite bit that he did in that one was um, he uh, is that the one where he had the tin cups? He was using the sound. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was. He put. Uh, ball bearings in tin cups so you were able to hear when he dragged them around 
but he masked right. that by hitting the top of them with a hammer in a way that you mm-hmm. couldn't actually hear the way that they were shuffled around. It was really impressive. It was cool. And he's also like, you know, he shows you like, oh, if I were to trick you, I would, you know, make it look like I'm putting this ball under the cup, but actually put it in my pocket. Like he just shows you how he's doing it while he's doing it. And still yeah, that confidence is insane. Yeah. <laughs> really, really cool at the same time. But um, so I've never watched this show before. It's it's I love that we're doing this because it's so exactly like Impractical Jokers for me, where it's something I would never put on for myself. Yeah, but I can't imagine watching on... this on television. This is a full clip thing for me. But yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I think it was on the when CW. I've come over. Yeah. yeah, I've never I've never even turned on that, that channel. <laughs> a little bit behind the I scenes, but I'm excited CW to live with you because rid of, uh, Kids WB when they merged. Whenever I'm over Alex's place, oftentimes Impractical Jokers is on and I want to maintain social uh, conversation, but I just get so distracted by the television that I can't <laughs> yeah. do both at once. Yes. And this is exactly that kind of show where I'm upset. I would never watch this on my own, but when it's on, I can't think about anything mm-hmm. else at all yeah my uh the main thing that happened with me is because i tried to cram this all into today is every single clip i watched was a card trick which ties into our first segment with the algorithm yeah. it's like oh i think card tricks this, were my favorite watch another... I I, I'm, I'm a big fan of card games so having that like messing with how people deal and in, is interesting and like thinking about the probability and stuff is cool uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah, that I, was... I, that'll be in my take a little bit. But go ahead. yeah, I really liked watching the card tricks. But for me personally, it was like, which ended up being good, which I'll tie into another point later is like, as I'm watching it, I completely lose track of it. And I can't understand it. I'm just waiting for when they're like, Oh, this was your card. Yeah, which I liked about it. Because I think I talked about this maybe on the Columbo episode, actually, is that I don't like when you're watching something and you're constantly trying to figure out like oh i beat it this is how they did it you know like Mm -hmm. this is who the murderer is i'm not interested in that i'd rather watch something and have the show be narratively you know showing you how it happens maybe and then revealing it it's not like oh i figured it out early yeah magic is interesting in that that's not fun you kind of you want to be fooled so you don't think too hard about it and because you know that, like, at least in the context of this show, you know that uh, Penn and Teller are the ones thinking hard about it. Yeah. So you can enjoy it. And then when they break it down, you can be like, yes. oh, I can. All right. OK. Exactly. I'd love to kind of let yourself get swept up in the act. I'd much rather, like Nick said, I'd much rather prefer to be smooth brained <laughs> and just like, whoa, card yeah. trick. And then like, whoa, how do you do it? Then um, be like, oh, I think I saw him slip that card into his sleeve or. Oh, he touched his lapel, so it might be inside yeah. his suit jacket. Yeah, or there were only a few things where thinking, I was thinking through that stuff that. can can be maddening, though. Yeah. Being like, oh, he touched this with his left hand. Maybe he's putting something in there, or maybe that's yeah, the misdirect, and he puts it in with his other hand. At that point, that's what bothers me so much. Is like when you're watching fucking knives out you shouldn't be like oh i think i figured it out i think you know, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. told him and it's like no just fucking watch the movie Absolutely. that they wrote for you yes. like enjoy yourself for one goddamn minute <laughs> but um last thing i want to talk about is i didn't finish this episode because it ended up being another card trick and i was getting frustrated but <laughs> um it was the um infusion of comedy or like stand-up comedy into mm-hmm. yes. telling which i really was i've enjoying. seen a couple of those guys it's very yeah. it's very good when they get like a good run of jokes going and then they roll it into their uh, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched that one that you posted about the um, the PowerPoint. Oh, oh I didn't yeah, get to that wonderful, one. It was really wonderful. fun. Track that one down. That's really. I don't remember the magician's name. I, I didn't. I didn't watch that one, but I should have. It, it's pretty fun. It's it definitely um, exudes like school presentation, comedy man energy. But it's it. He has some really good jokes in it. But yeah, I watched another one that was. Um, Piff the Magic Dragon. I saw that oh, in the recommended. that's actually the first yeah. episode. That's the first episode okay, they great. ever did. Had, oh, he was their right? first guest. He was. Uh, they I, they oh, brought him. They brought because... him back later. Uh, they brought him back later multiple times because I'm surprised uh, because he's he seems to be commentating on like performance magicians and stuff. So are they? You know, so like are Penn and Teller. A take on that, right? And but the guy was really funny. I could have just yeah. watched him do stand-up like, yeah and yeah. i liked that but um altogether this was like super entertaining but it's never something i'd seek out like if i walked into the dmv and they just had this on repeat or something like that yeah i'd be completely that would be wonderful yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's in a perfect world <laughs> but it was really fun i'm glad we got into it same with impractical jokers it's it's less hard to look away from because impractical jokers is a little bit right hard yeah. to watch it, it traffics but... in, a, in a in a cringe curve a little bit but yeah, this, this seems like it yeah. can appeal to everyone. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. It cool. it kind of got into the cringe curve for me sometimes, but that's because I get like secondhand embarrassment when people who aren't fluent in English are trying really hard to you know speak English. Like they, and it's more like a. I, it was not a specific thing in the acts. You um, watched, yeah, or... a lot of the acts that I watched were people from other countries, and there was one mm-hmm. uh, from south korea and he was having a really hard time like speaking english and it's not like he was embarrassed it's just like i was like kind of like oh sweetie you can do it <laughs> um yeah interesting. but uh no that that's just a me thing that's you know not like an actual okay. problem thing yeah do you want to get into your takes a little oh, bit sure. uh any any cool tricks that you like yeah um well I'll, I'll first say i think i watched more than most of the other people like I watched like maybe four, four episodes plus, yeah, four, four full episodes. Which is a couple. Yeah. yeah, they have usually like two or three acts per no, episode. No, they've got like four of them. Oh, well, yeah. like there's like it depends because oh, three they, and then yeah, the show ran for a yeah. while. I don't, I don't exactly know the format because I watch ten minute clips. Yeah, it, it's usually. like well, there, there's like forty five minutes each, so it's normally like three acts and then Penn and Teller do their own thing. Um, right. So uh, I watched like four of those. Most of them were from season seven. One was not mm-hmm. from season seven, but I don't know what season it was. It, it still had Allison, um, what's her face in it? Hannigan. Uh, yeah, yeah Alice, Allison, Allison who Hannigan, is yeah. from Buffy. And, and that Team was, rocks, yeah. uh, she was Willow in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So, so as I was saying in our uh, group chat, uh, it, it's really jarring to see her in anything. Um, where she doesn't because well, she was much younger oh yeah but she show, also right? doesn't sound anything <laughs> like willow anymore um oh i see uh and she doesn't sound like this one time at band camp like she doesn't sound anything like that um yeah i she was on how i met your mother yeah that's, i never watched that i, I never watched her. that but um yeah but uh yeah it, it was funny because i also still could see some of uh willow's like facial expressions i mean because she is willow's actor anyway it, it was fun watching her she was really good as a host um yeah she's uh fine. but uh she he was on there and then i watched some other clips and i watched um the tv movie penn and teller made in 1990 called um don't try this at home which yeah. uh because i just kind of wanted to get a feel for what they do 
because normally what they would do on Fool Us was like something a lot more simple. But um, apparently they like to do like big, huge set piece like stage show things. Um, yeah, I'd imagine their Vegas show is big. Oh, yeah. I think it can get pretty big because they have their own theater. Yeah, the 1991 was done. Yeah. It was filmed in New York. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't watch the whole movie yeah, I... because there was a bit where they kept like appearing bees out of places like bees just came out they (laughs) had like a hundred thousand bees on set um and i could not listen to it because of the the sound yeah um i'm not normally that bad about that kind of thing but it was you got enough of that in our bee episode yeah (laughs) or too many bees um but uh yeah so i watched that um so i've already said i really like how they treat the performers um like how, how they're always really kind to them at the end. They um, normally don't say anything even negative about them. Um, not not yeah. much uh, constructive criticism, maybe after the show. I don't know what they do after the show. But Yeah, I'd imagine that's a lot of that is green room stuff. You know, when they can be one-on-one mm-hmm. and they're not on air, yeah. they can say, like, more specific stuff about, you know, industry yeah. and, and that's, stuff. That's one of the things I have never really liked about um, a lot of these reality competition shows is that they will um, sometimes send a contestant home crying or embarrass them on set, um, but they don't do that in this show. And all of the people coming off of the the stage look like they had a good time and they're proud of themselves. Yeah, they're happy to yeah. be there, which is really fun and yeah, and <laughs> and not being able to fool Ken and Teller isn't like a failure because they're you know master magicians. They've been in the business for a yeah. long and time, they're, I mean, and they're getting the signal boost too because a lot of oh, people yeah. watch the show. You know, they yeah. know they know exactly. Um, but they've been there for a long time, yeah. so just getting a compliment from them, like, "Oh, I really like your act. It's really unique. We haven't seen this before." Yeah. Um, a lot of them go on and they're like, "Yeah, you're, you guys are the reason that I even do this," yeah. which is really yeah. Cool. One of the guys I watched was like, "Yeah, so I didn't do any magic." And then I watched every episode of Penn and Teller, and now I'm here. <laughs> I was like, wait, how long? It's not very long. Um, yeah. But uh, so uh, some of the acts I, I watched were really cool. I actually learned a lot of, like, I didn't realize, um, I didn't realize how many different genres of magician there were. There's, like, you know, yeah. your oh, yeah. traditional, like, card trick magician. There's your illusionist, mentalist, jugglers. Um, escape artist. I watched one of the escape artists, and that was. Oh, there was a wonderful woman who did like an escaping, escaping from a um, yeah a barrel. That's the of one wine I watched. That was amazing. Um, yes, yeah. I watched and that her one. assistant that one was incredible. Was like having a heart attack, like like having a panic attack. Yeah, in the they, middle they of that. really sell the danger of it. Oh it's yeah, really good. Um, so there there was that, and that that was really cool. Um, and that was really wow. Like I, I was kind of sad that they didn't go home with a um, with a trophy, even though, I, yeah. you know, they didn't fool. Like it's a hard line. You must fool us, and that's the only condition mm-hmm. of winning. Like it, it doesn't me- mean you had the greatest, biggest, most grandiose. Right. Yeah. It's thing. not like a talent yeah. thing. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's it, like it, could could we figure out your your game? yeah yeah. Um. But they they were really really good. Um, there was one, the South Korean guy, um, he did, like, an illusionist set, um, where, you know, he had, like, you know, a screen, and he was doing the ball in the cup, and with a flashlight, and, you know, making it appear and disappear and reappear, um, and that was really cool, though I, there's some of them where I caught them doing stuff, um, 
which I... Oh, yeah, you're able to see it. Yeah. Especially with all the cameras and the angles they have, yeah. I, I think it's got to be so oh, yeah. hard to They plan. get really yeah, close. If yeah. you're in the audience, uh, you might not be able to tell, especially, you know, you're way more distracted when you're in the theater um, mm. than if you're, like, watching stuff. Like, I saw him doing a few things, you know, with, you know, putting stuff under the table and stuff like that. Um, and I saw one guy who had, like, the audience throw packs of cards at him and then one came yeah, out of it. Like, I was going to bring that one up uh, online. That's that's really like, fun. You know how he did that, too? Because I was able to catch it. Yeah, I saw it. He came um, out of his, like, pant leg or something. Yeah. Yeah, he, he had... Um, so the, the gimmick, he comes up on stage at the start of the show and he says, all right, I, get, I handed out packs of cards to everyone in the audience mm-hmm. and I had them shuffle them and put them back in the yeah. pack. So throw me, hey, throw them all at me, and I'll pick one to use. Yeah. So uh, in the moment that of one's... chaos, while they're all throwing every pack of card at him, he slips one out of the pant, out of his pant leg. Yeah, you can see up. him if you. If... Uh, so then he has that his set really down. Yeah, yeah. You, you can see him like um, in in the playback, like he kind of hopped a little bit, and there's obviously. Some... It's very yeah. cool. Yeah, um, it's a great way to start a trick, and it's a clever, you know, an absolutely clever move yeah. to distract everyone in the audience um, for a second yeah and then there was the the fashion woman she was she was doing um her whole gimmick was um using her clothes to do her you know fashion gimmicks um and mm-hmm. so she was wearing a dress and a leather jacket and all that and you know you could tell she's using fake hands and shit like that like the fake hands you know they don't move or they you know have like a little bit discoloration compared to the rest of her skin um so i wasn't like she was Uh, i was i was watching you can watch the fingers of whatever uh hand that she's got going and you can you can see her arms if you want to pick them out but it's less it's more fun if yeah no i still enjoyed it um and you can see her arm kind of going through the jacket a little bit um i'm i'm sure if you're watching her on stage like in person you don't see it quite as much but because you see like from close up with a camera then it's more obvious um but yeah, overall, I enjoyed everything, really. Like, the, this is, you know, one of those things, again, I, I would never put it on for myself. Um, it's one of those, yeah. like, I throw around the term junk TV a lot more loosely than you guys do. Um, it's it's one of those things you would put on in the background and, you know, just look up at it once in a while. But, but mm-hmm. because it's like you want to know what they're doing with the trick, like, not necessarily uh, how they did it, but you want to kind of pay attention to it. I was kind of engrossed by a lot of these um, tricks that I <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. you got to stare at it. You can't just yeah. peek up. There was, there was um, Alex, you posted somebody who was blind and he was doing a bunch of card tricks. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, I was going to bring that one up, too. Yeah. Yeah. was my absolute that's, favorite. That's, yeah, there was another one, guy so. who was blind and doing Oof. a bunch of tar- card tricks. Yeah, that he that one he framed it as a reveal, yeah. right? He, he didn't yeah, he, tell right, anyone he was he blind yeah. until afterwards. He didn't tell anyone he was blind, and I was like... Like, uh, I was noticing him do a couple of things, and I'm like, oh, he's blind. But I didn't realize that that was, like, not something you were supposed to know until yeah, the end cause... of the act when Penn goes, if I'm right, then you're, you're do, you doing this is a lot harder than you've made it out to be. He's like, yes, I am blind. And the audience has this <laughs> Everyone got yeah. Like, the whole audience is like, holy shit. <laughs> that was one of the episodes that Hunter mentioned yeah. that he had seen. Because he yeah, has yeah. Allison, like, really put cool. her hands over his face. And then um, he puts the cards <laughs> in the bag later, so it's like a double blind thing. But he didn't need to do it anyway. Right. Um, yeah. Right. But it was all showmanship because yeah. he was. Yeah, you couldn't see. Yeah. It anyway. Speaking of showmanship, I was really impressed by. I guess this is something you you really need as a magician, um, because it's all about misdirect misdirection and charisma and all that. Um, was the uh, 
you know, the charisma, the showmanship of everybody on stage. And some of the guys, um, mm. or people who went up there because they were some women, um, and, you know, Penn, Penn was saying, like, oh, yeah, me and Teller always talk about how this is kind of a, a you know, sausage party, you know, sausage fest, fest um, and we want more women in, in the business. But anyway, um, some of the people who came up, um, they had these big set pieces. Like, I did, I watched this one with this guy who called himself the Spanish Mentalist. Um, and he, he oh, did yeah, this he whole fun. thing. Oh, and, yeah. oh, he was really yeah. fun. He, he would use that name yeah. as a punchline all and the time. It was I, very funny. Right, very uh, Don Flamenco. Yeah, yeah. He, he was really fun. Ah. Um, and, you know, Penn and Teller came up there trying to bust him, uh, and, and he fooled them uh, because they hmm. couldn't figure out how he knew which uh, which colors were. Oh, very, very yeah. funny thing. They hand him a trophy um, when they fool, uh, when they fool yeah. him. Um, since the name of the show is Fool Us, yeah. the trophy says Fool Us, but the F and the are U very are very big, yeah, big and, which is... It's, yeah, yeah, sometimes cool. Penn is like, you know what that says? Or actually, he said it to the... Fuck yeah, you, it said, yeah. Fuck, fuck <laughs> you, and actually, he said that to the first yeah. blind guy. Um, That's great. The blind guy I was watching was waving it around. It has like five... Oh, yeah, you almost hit Teller with it. So, also, they make you really care about... Um, well, not care super a lot about but um they have like a whole introduction to each person when they come on and i always like felt like that was a really nice little thing for them to do because it, it felt like um the guy i was just talking about the spanish mentalist um he said like um he, he started doing ma uh, magic on stage to um kind of work himself out of his anxiety because he used to be a big you know like tv star in spain or something like that um, and he, you know, started doing this because he started having panic attacks, couldn't go back on TV. So he's, you know, worked his way back up to this. And he was like, I think if I fool them on this, then I'm cured. And he did. And I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. Right. so, that's nice. you know, you, you really care when they get the trophy. Um, it, it really feels like a big win for them, even if it doesn't mm, feel like yeah. a failure when they don't get it, you know, um. But yeah I, yeah, I liked everything uh, a lot. Um, I liked, um, I wish that Teller could do a bit more on this. Like he can do a lot more when they're actually doing a show. Like I watched in um, uh, Don't Try This at Home or in the end segments yeah. where they finally do a trick yeah. for you. Um, so yeah. definitely track down some interview stuff. Cause um, oh, he can talk. if you can find an interview or something where he is actually speaking, mm -hmm. he is just that like the, uh, most well-spoken oh, guy ever. Yeah, one, and it's really yeah, cool. Yeah, one now. of the episodes I watched um, had them doing... Um, so they were teaching you how to do like the ball disappearing trick. And so yeah. the narration oh, yes. that Penn was reading was drop. written entirely by Teller. And it was very eloquent. And every time yeah. there was like a French Funny. word, um, Penn would pronounce it incorrectly. And Teller would whisper in his ear like, this is how it's pronounced. And then at the, at the yeah. last one... That's yeah, showmanship, baby. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, at the last one, like at the very end, um, he pronounced it wrong again. So Teller takes a megaphone and he he like yells like <laughs> yeah, it's pronounced it. <laughs> this way. Everybody say it. Um, and it, it was actually very funny. Yeah, I'm like do fromage. I'm like do fromage. Um, yeah, very fun. Um, if it comes up in my algorithm again and it, uh, I have nothing else I want to watch, I might put it on. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had yeah, fun. Yeah. It's a good show. Yeah. Um, I like, like you were saying, I like that it is a mm -hmm. positive show. It's not bent on 
we got you. you yeah, it's not based on humiliation. Yeah, like, like impressions are good a lot of time, and it's not based on, you know, <laughs> I, criticism. Yeah. So. So to get into my uh, my impressions a little bit, I, I actually kind of respect the people who do take this way too seriously. Um, not that I, they I think that they are the the best acts or even the most important acts or whatever, because like the, there is like a victory state on this show of yeah you can, yeah you got to win best, yeah <laughs> right. But the best acts aren't always the ones that fool Penn and Teller. The best acts are sometimes the most entertaining ones or the mo people with the most personality. But then you get people who are like, no, I want to do all that and I want to fool them, mm -hmm. which has led to some of my favorite, uh, my favorite acts where like um, people will set up like a false conclusion. Like they'll make yeah, they'll you mislead they'll them intentionally. The whole, yeah. They'll work the whole act to make you think the trick is being yeah. done a certain way. Uh, and one that I really, really enjoyed, I'm not sure if this is one of the ones Alex recommended or not, but, um, where uh, a guy is like, I am going to explain to you how I did the trick after I do it, and you still won't know yeah. how I did it. And so he's <laughs> like, he does this, he does this like, you know, like kind of simple but still very effective uh, card trick of like, you know, uh, having a person pick out a card, shuffling it, shuffling it back into the deck, uh, saying, oh, I can get your, I can get your card out of this deck in the exact position that I want it every time because i because i know exact i know the exact position of every card oh yeah every, i've seen this uh, one yeah in every deck and so then uh he gets it and he he pulls it and then he's like now you want to know how i did this and he's like starts taking apart the table that he's on <laughs> yeah and he's like he's like ah yes we'll see uh when i had a drink of water i wasn't actually drinking water when i put my glass yeah, down it this, spins a this mechanism cup has underneath. a magnet in it that turns the gears yeah. that yeah it's insane yeah <laughs> And so then, like, after all this, everyone's like, oh, wow, that's great. Ha, ha, that's pretty cool. I like this elaborate table you set up. And he's like, except none of that's actually real. And then he, like, opens up what you think is, like, a, a wheel of decks of cards that he had to pull a deck out of so, where he, so he could get it the exact way he wanted it. But it, it was just a picture of decks yeah, of cards. Yeah, it was all fake. Like, it wasn't really, Yeah, the whole thing was fake. This whole elaborate explanation for how he did the trick was entirely fake. He pulled it out and ripped it in half. And he's was, like, was, none of that yeah, was real. It was a double mislead. I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. a misdirect twice. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, that was that was another. Uh, in the same vein, there was another one I really liked, where uh, the you know he gets the whole, um, hey, That's I've um, I've completely. Uh, I'm going to you know, I I'm going to show you that I knew which card you were going to pick, and he spreads out a deck of cards on the table, but it's like an empty deck of cards, like they're all blank, except the black lines on them. A line to spell out new spell out alphabetically the card that wow. the other that the woman had picked. Oh yeah, I so saw it's that. like that was it's really like cool. uh, nine of diamonds, like spelled out like that. Yeah. And uh, and so he's like, and so Penn and Teller are like, can we take a look inside the box you pulled that deck from? And uh, he picks up the box he pulled the deck from, turns it around, and on the inside is just written on two cards, no, and there's nothing else in there. So <laughs> wow. To confirm that there was nothing special about the case, Crazy. like he's like, "Look, I am going to show it to you, and I am going to be a goofball about this because yeah. you do not know how I did this." I think that <laughs> like the, you got yeah. The cool thing about the show, I think, and the thing that gives people the edge to fool them, I think, is because like I, I don't know if we said it, but they get uh, they get one pretty much one guess. Yeah. Uh, if they yeah. if they like say, "All right, yeah, can we take a look at the box?" and it's not the box, they did it. Yeah, like they don't get another chop. Yeah. <laughs> The other thing that I think gives people an advantage if you're treating this like a competition and you really want to fool Penn and Teller is that these guys are really fucking old. Like they're yeah. like Teller was Teller was born in 1945. Yeah. Like it, it was what? like Yeah. He's 72 oh years old. So so like I know. Uh, 
you you get this guy who comes in and he's like, I'm going to do a bunch of rope tricks, but I'm going to do it with a phone charger. And I'm going to uh, fake, fake lengthen and fake shorten this phone charger. And, uh, and it's great because, you know, that's a bunch of rope tricks that they've seen before. But at the end, after, like, cutting apart this cable with scissors and then, like, fake gluing it back together, like, he sticks the plug end into, into Teller's <laughs> hand and the phone starts charging. Yeah. And just so, and everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, like, obviously these two guys, like, yeah, they, and know I, how I, yeah, the they hand, tricks, they hand him the, they, hand him the phone and the ch- uh, charger and he's like, all right, go crazy yeah. with it. <laughs> um, yeah. One of the guys I watched uh, did like a YouTube poop kind of dealy of uh, Pe- oh, that yeah, was Penn very good. singing I saw that one. Yeah, Old yeah, McDonald. Yeah. Um, and uh, that wasn't necessarily the, the trick was getting um, Allison to pick something. I love it when they include Allison and she's like, I don't know what. Um, yeah, she, she's always very funny about being like, whoa. Yeah. Or- <laughs> Yeah, they they had um in their first season they have a very British mm-hmm. host Jonathan something yeah. don't remember the don't remember his name but he is not nearly as fun for the show in my opinion as uh, yeah. Allison Hannigan mm-hmm. because uh, he apparently has a background in magic which makes him I think a little bit cocky and weird and maybe it's just me not liking the British style yeah. of presentation yeah you just don't like British people I get it all right yeah, that's totally um, understandable but uh yeah what one of the I'm guys i honestly thought he was one of the guys oh. from top gear um one of the guys i watched that would be good i watched this guy who used allison's background in buffy because um willow in buffy ends up being a witch um a little ways into the series uh-huh. so he's like oh you know magic and she's like no <laughs> no i was an actress <laughs> yeah um but yeah so I, I think that that's kind of like a um, I like that they use her as like instead of Penn and Teller actually hosting, um, she's kind of used as the eyes of the audience, like um, like in Doctor Who, how, how there always has to be a companion because otherwise you you can't like yeah. comprehend the big uh, brain. Yeah, they're the you yeah. know Doctor Who. Yeah, frankly, you would get sick of Penn. If you had oh yeah, yeah. If he had to talk, right. yeah, he had to talk at the end. He had to speak that. with yeah. his like fifty years of smoking a pack a day voice. I love his voice, and he's, yeah. he seems like he's another species. Yeah. <laughs> he's interesting. Magic is actually like cigarettes. <laughs> cigarettes are actually magic. Do it every day. It gets a little easier every. If day. you catch your son doing magic, he should have to do magic. Do an entire <laughs> patch of magic. <laughs> if you catch your son. With a pack, with a deck of cards, that he should have to do the entire deck. <laughs> any more, uh, any more acts on my neck? Any, uh, any favorite stuff, or just general um, impressions? No, I mean like, uh, I, I liked Allison Hannigan better as a host. Um, I think that the show gets better the longer it goes on because it attracts people who kind of get the meta of the show and they try and do unique and interesting things. Yeah. Like I, I've seen like some very interesting variations on card tricks, of course. Then like Cam said, it's easy to get caught in a hole of card tricks because there are so many card tricks. There are so many lots of things you can do with card tricks, and that's kind of the thing that's like the bread and butter for the magician. Mm -hmm. But I saw some really interesting coin tricks. I saw some great ones with like... um, There was one I watched where it was two guys who were... uh, Oh god, I can't remember their names. They were like the something brothers, but they were their whole gimmick was that they were jugglers. Oh, yeah, I think I they they brought them back on the uh, show and, uh, to that. do like one of Penn and Teller's bits where Teller is building a deck of cards and they're like don't distract him. He's he's building a tower of cards and then those jugglers are like juggling uh. over him. 
like over the table. <laughs> Juggling yeah. things. That I are think on that's fire. that. Yeah, that's one uh, thing that I don't. I don't think about being magic adjacent. But it's interesting that they because like uh, I guess Teller used to be a, or um, Penn used to be a juggler too. Oh yeah, he oh, right, he ended right, up right. like joining like, them, so it was like a three way juggle yeah. around Teller. Ah, oh, that's so fun. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Some of my some okay, I will say that some of my absolute favorite tricks were ones that were not mysterious, but rather give the impression of extreme skill. Mm. Yeah. Or or were extreme skill. Like you mentioned um the uh the blind yeah. guy who was also yeah. a martial artist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it does... was like okay, I'm I'm the best card trick guy ever and also I have I'm been a doing black belt for yeah. 45 years. <laughs> like oh my god. He could kill me and hide um, my I body. Do, I do want to shout this guy's name out while we're still on him. Uh, his name is right. Richard something? Richard Turner. Yeah. Richard Turner. He is, he is a self-proclaimed awesome. card mechanic. Yeah. Is this term he uses. Mm. Right, because he's, like, other people will, you know, they'll use trick decks or they'll use something mysterious that you're not supposed to be able to figure out because, and they'll give the impression, they're like, oh, I know every card in this deck. But you know, and they know that that's a lie. Yeah. But what you, the, the fun comes from trying to figure out what's going yeah, on. Yeah, how they, the how they, how Whereas they this it. guy, this guy, he says, he's not looking at the deck, he's blind, he's looking, <laughs> he's holding the deck in one hand, shuffling it in one hand, and he goes, I know every card in this deck, and he's right. Yeah. And so, of course, he fools Penn and Teller, because what, how do you describe what's the trick? Yeah, there isn't the trick a trick, is that he knows he's where, that good, he, yeah. <laughs> he knows where every card in the deck is, so, like, he can do these weird things. I, I really liked... Like, I'm going to deal out a hand of poker, and I'm going to deal it in such a way that uh, even though I... I shuffled this deck and you watched me shuffle this deck. I am going to get every card I want, but it's not yeah. because I don't know how to shuffle a deck. It's because I shuffled the deck the way that anyone would do it. And I still well, know where the every first, card is. I know I said, I didn't want to describe every trick in yeah. this, but the first trick he does is he's like, okay, this is how they shuffle in a casino. And then he shows you what, how he shows you the whole deck and it's in numerical order by yes. fucking yeah. suit. Like, it's like, Oh, all the hearts, all the spades, uh, yeah. all the clubs, I, all the I really diamonds. liked like, how, he, how he broke shit. that down at the beginning. He's like, uh, he's like, yeah, this is this is every way that you can be cheated playing cards with somebody. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, I, right. My favorite trick he did in all of that was um, he was dealing uh, underneath. He was dealing the second card from the top of the deck, but it looked so yes. natural that you wouldn't even notice. Yeah. He, he had so cool. three high definition cameras on yeah. him, mm. and they show every angle of it, and it still looks like he's just. Doing so he can just hold on to that top deal. card all day and give it out whenever he yeah. wants. It's insane. Yeah, right. If he wants you to have a seven, you have a seven. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, just it's it. It, like skill taken to another level with the deck of cards, which is really cool. It to was see. so good. Yeah. Yes. Uh, any more general takes? Um, I, I've got a couple of things I want to shout out, but yeah, I I think that I get kind of a, a little tired of and I. I get a little tired of mentalist people who are who use like a force and try and get you to like pick something like I did the prediction in advance. But there was one guy, I don't I don't remember if it was the Spanish mentalist or if it was someone else uh, who did like I these are colors in envelopes and then I'm going to have you put them within other envelopes. Like there were so many layers to his mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. I ended up really liking it and coming back around. But in general, when somebody's like, I predicted that you would do this before the show, I got, I kind of groan a little bit and go, all right, yeah, I, I know, you know how it's this a trick. act is going to yeah. go. Yeah. It's you not that it's I know how right. it's done. It's more like they are all kind of shown the yeah. same way. Like the guys will pre present the same way. They're like, 
uh, I, I'm a psychic and I know that you did this. Yeah, I know how it's you hacky did, to uh, pretend yeah. that you actually have. Yeah. There, powers. there was one guy, right, something that Penn brings up when he reviews yeah. their app. Yeah, there was one guy who did, uh, um, he sent an email to Penn right before his act with his <laughs> That's predictions. That's actually something that David Copperfield does in yeah. his act as well. Uh, but he does it I in a more like hacky that. way. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, Having physical records of mm-hmm. the prediction is really the days prior is funny. Yeah, that's cool. Hmm. Yes, I and and in general, I just think that using weird everyday items as opposed to coins or decks of cards or balls or jugs of wine or whatever, like whatever you want to do, like the more unique the object involved in your trick is, the more likely I am to remember it. And I think that this show would work if it was just a bunch of magicians just doing tricks. If it was just like a weird magician variety show, like mm-hmm. the, and they, and they curated the content as well as they do. Yeah. Like it would still work, but having the little extra, okay, you are play you are doing this against somebody. Yeah. You are, you have an enemy on this magic show. <laughs> yeah. And there's that, a goal. That is it. an extra, that is an extra little thing that makes it very addictive to watch. And I got to say, yeah. uh, I, and I've, I've clicked on so many YouTube videos. That's like, Penn and Teller absolutely baffled by weird mousetrap yeah. routine. And I'm like, I got to know what that <laughs> yeah, is. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> it feeds back into what you were talking about in the first segment. Yeah. yeah. Um, a uh, big fan of I the sent guy you guys a picture of with a, with a giant cardboard box full of styrofoam packing peanuts. <laughs> oh, where he's like, that was he's, on my recommendation. He's like, I'm going to have you write on this teller and I'm going to find it. And like, they throw it in and they like start mixing it up and like, when you see when they're mixing it up, you see like kind of the the magician's face, like Penn and Teller, like they're both looking at it, going like, uh, 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 <laughs> like, <laughs> like don't don't like don't like this. Um, but then <laughs> that guy on his own YouTube channel is like, here's how I did the trick. Like he fooled them, uh, but he's like, here's how I did it. And the actual answer is so. It reminds me of uh, forgive me for being like a fucking weeaboo, but we've been watching it again, so I'm thinking about it. It reminds me of the end of a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fight where somebody tells you something. It's like. I knew yeah. you would do this, so here's what I did to counter Next you're going to say. Like, I, I, I knew that you knew, so I... I knew well, that yes. you knew that I knew, I, so I did this. For me right. to find this, I knew that it would have to be in a place that uh, that nobody else could see. But I still wanted there to be a certain amount of packing peanuts. So I went to Kinko's and printed out a huge <laughs> sheet of like that looked like a bunch of packing peanuts and put it at the bottom of oh, the that's, box. That's very cool. So uh-huh. so when I show you the box, it looks like there's a million in there. When in actuality there's only a hundred thousand. And so better. Well it's like I can trap it under the blanket and then when I am in the box picking out this packing peanut, I'm going to stub the fit shove the fake sheet in my pants so when i upend the box later the sheet doesn't come out insane jesus christ yes it's like it's such an extra like there's so much extra work involved in making one one thing i don't think we shouted out is that like when a couple of these guys come on especially guys that come on more than once um and like they didn't they didn't fool the first time or something like that they're like yeah i've been working on this trick for two years or for four years or like this is a thing that i've been putting together my entire career yeah and it's like of course like, you're yeah, not gonna I traveled, get this i traveled to america for this like i live in japan or i live in uh honduras or i live in yeah. wherever i live i live in france it's and like, there's a couple of guys oh, the who, french people yeah there's a couple of guys who completely like put together their own thing it's not based on anything else and like that's the most yeah. impressive yeah. stuff that guy with the the screen like the the light yeah. screen where he just like he does like shadow oh, puppetry yeah. Yeah. shit like that one is incredible 
But yeah, you had no, fun, Nick? But like this is this yeah, absolutely. I had a great time with this. And um this is also something that was great to watch with Emily and I it's rare that this show gives me opportunities to enjoy something with another person. <laughs> uh, it's usually Emily coming home and looking at me and going, oh, my God, why are you watching this? Why are you playing this? Why are you listening to this? Do you know how many what? times I've said it's for the podcast <laughs> like defensively? <laughs> so it's, often. So it's nice to have uh, Alex. I got to thank you. This was a mm-hmm. very unique episode mm-hmm. uh, topic, and I, I quite enjoyed yeah. it. It was, I'm it was glad you guys had fun with that it. Was special. I wanted to. I wanted to actually try and learn like a, a something minor. I was going to try and learn how to shuffle a deck one handed, but I ended up having a lot uh, more stuff yeah, going I, on this week. I used to know a, a couple, couple more card tricks, but I have forgotten. Yeah, a couple more general do things. One coin um, trick. General, uh, you know, takes for me and stuff. Uh, a couple tricks that I like that we didn't get a chance to mention. Um, I I really like the card tricks. That's that's uh, me. I think I mentioned it earlier, but I like as a as a fan of card games, I think it is interesting how you can. You know, manipulate a deck to get you know the the one specific card out. Uh, one of the guys I really liked, uh, kind of similar to the uh, the guy who was just that good, but um, this guy spent years and years and years trying to figure out how to um, drop a deck of cards from one hand and uh, pull out one specific card while he was dropping them. Um, oh my! And God. so he just practiced until he was so good that he could. Uh, have a deck in order and pull out one specific card or uh, like look at the deck, see the order, memorize it in a second, drop the whole deck and pull out the one card that someone says, like as they're saying it. And it was incredible. And it, it, they were like, That's yeah, there's no trick here. He's just you, really good. You you, yeah. The only way you could have fooled us is if there wasn't a trick at all. And he was like, yeah, there is no trick. I'm just that good. <laughs> and it was insane. Um, and uh, one more that I really liked, this guy did kind of a simple card trick uh, about um, swapping cards between two people that he gave the same number of cards and he was able to give one person more and take one from the other person without even being near them. Uh, very cool. Yeah. But the gimmick was that he did them with uh, slices of cheese. Uh, it was, I watched that yeah, one. Craft that singles. was really, really entertaining. That he was, was doing like a bridge and like pop. trying to... A lot of good comedy of just trying to make. So the problem I had with that one is I kept getting card tricks, and I was like, "Okay, Penn and Teller uh, fool us. Magician does trick with cheese." I was like, "Okay, great. It's not a card trick." And then I click on the video, and the guy's (laughs) fucking shuffling craft singles, and I'm like, "This is just a card trick. (laughs) It's with cheese." So that's Uh, really you you weren't getting any coins or any rope tricks or any escapes or anything like that. I finally got a couple at the end, but um, yeah, I want ninety percent of what I watched was card. That's so funny because there are so many tricks that are not that Mm -hmm. on the show. I was was in that algorithm, man. I was, I was crafty. Yeah, Uh, some of my favorite ones. Um. One of my favorite ones is a very, uh, like, it's the kind of thing that if you were watching a, a TV show or a movie and there was a magic trick in the mo- in the work of fiction, it's the kind of thing that they would just do in that and they wouldn't explain. So uh, so to see someone do it in, in like, a, a real show was very interesting. It was, like, uh, a woman who would, like, get tied up and wrapped up and locked up in all these chains and everything. And then she's like, all right, I'm going to ask uh, Jonathan, the host, to come with me behind this curtain. And then when they come out... She's got his jacket on underneath the chains oh, and ropes that's and everything insane. that yeah. she put she put well, on before. And that was a really great trick. And like Penn and Teller weren't impressed at all. They were like, "Oh yeah, we know exactly how you did I this." Love it. But I was like, <laughs> "Whoa!" Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, there's a lot of I I really I'm into 
uh, like how they talk shop and they're like, all right, well, you know, this was an easy trick for us to get, but like, we're not even going to say anything because you, you yeah. need to do this act. Mm-hmm. People would love this. Yeah. It's really yeah. cool. Exactly. Um, cause like, you know, there's, it's not, um, something that I find funny is that, uh, a lot of times a magi- magician won't fool them, but Penn and Teller, uh, Penn will say something like, um, look, we know, because we know what you did, we know how difficult it was to do it. And like, wow, fuck, that's insanely hard. Yeah. I, I yeah. can't believe you did that. And these are, these are old guys, you know, like, even though they're very talented, they can still do plenty of sleight of hand and stuff. Some guy who's like fucking doing a handstand, holding cards in his mouth and knives on his feet or whatever, <laughs> they're still going to be yeah. impressed because Absolutely. it's like, pretty cool. It's, it's still impressive. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys had fun with this. This was a, this is kind of an oddball wreck, but I'm, I'm glad it, glad it worked out. Yeah. It, yeah it's it's weird but it also fits in really well with what we usually yeah do. that's uh interesting that it fits right in with uh everything that we talk about despite being not related mm-hmm. to any of them at all well, we are all a right. variety show ourselves so. we right. are a variety, variety show. show ourselves uh and uh alex well i don't think you fooled us i definitely think that we enjoyed your show and we'd love to have you on again sometime <laughs> all right um, i mean i got the biggest but, uh, <laughs> come back <laughs> Uh, but, um, if you wanted to send us your, uh, card tricks, if you had maybe 52 of them, for example, uh, I think you would send them to please don't cast at gmail.com. And that is please don't cast at gmail.com. You can send them to us in email form, or you can at us at please don't cast. And if you mm. were to send us something, it might sound a little something Whoa. like this. A Gmail? Uh, we have a Gmail. That's right. Um, Here's the Gmail that never is funny fails. about the way this podcast works is that we all have access to the email. So... We get the email, and I get a Discord ping from Seb, who's already read yeah, it. Yeah, I and, don't normally uh, even, check and, it, but uh, I just when I log in it. later, I see that Cam has responded ah. to it. So <laughs> I, I know, I know uh, that. Um, no, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. That's the yes. the point of us all being able to access it is that we can all access and you'll it. You know, I I will it's, neither look at it nor respond to it. So <laughs> right, right. I know. Even though Alex has access to the email, he does not. He does not. He chooses not to yes, use it. So this is the is first from... time I've responded to the email. It just really struck me at a time where I was available and wanted to Yeah, it to also talk came in right, at a time where PM I on a Monday. randomly... Yeah. <laughs> I, <I'm noticing> yeah. <laughs> Almost midnight. I don't normally do that. <laughs> on a Monday. So, um, this is from our good friend and uh, a previous, write, uh, previous email writer, Andrew. Uh, who he was the one who recommended our genius episode Uh, and that's what this is this is a follow-up to the genius episode so this is from andrew hello this is andrew Andrew. i thought the episode you did on the genius was fantastic and i've already listened to it a couple times in retrospect i'm glad none of you watched the whole season for the episode but i hope that some of you felt inclined to watch the rest of it when you had the time yeah thank you i'm grateful that i was able to introduce you all to something so out far outside your comfort zone uh, and by the same token, I'm grateful that this podcast was able to introduce me to OKKO, OK Let's Be Heroes, Narragansett wow. Lager, <laughs> and Backup um, Come. Uh, excellent. <laughs> Hell yeah. Is close enough to us? I to might give Kaiji a shot also. Oh, that's... Yeah, cool. That's... that's. Mm. Huh. I'm very happy to hear that someone else might start reading or watching Kaiji. That, yeah. that is something special. Definitely, yeah. I feel like Best genius. That Andrew. Was, that's very similar. Yes. <laughs> um, Cam responded to that. I won't read Cam's, Cam's response, but... Well, wait, how... how drunken broken is it we could it's no it there's nothing air, wrong so with it it bad. just it doesn't say anything like 
it was a uh, you know it's the, the genius was an amazing show and i hate to say that if it had a dubbed version i'd be more inclined to watch more this is this is from cam that way i could listen and also fuck around on my phone thanks for listening again let us know if you want to do an app on anything else uh so oh, cool i was nice all right i was worried <laughs> i was worried it was like hey fuck you <laughs> your fucking, hate your fucking south korean reality uh, show right no it's andrew really andrew Thank responded again um saying thank you i do have one other thing to recommend as long as you're cool with me recommending it take as much time as you want to get to this one i want to give other people a shot at recommending things as well my suggestion would be to watch the first four episodes of the 2020 anime keep your hands off isaacen or isaacen for short i'm not a huge anime fan but this one got me it's an anime about high schoolers who want to make anime and it's a sincere celebration of creativity and imagination it's the only anime i can think of that i can recommend to people without having to give some sort of preemptive disclaimer (laughs) or apology it's good thank you for the response and i'm loving the new episodes that is that is uh, something that thank you. gets yeah, us thank close you. to home. It's very Appreciate nice. Uh, very nice to hear that people are liking the new episodes. And holy shit, I personally, like just with me specifically, I'm really, really happy to hear that somebody likes OKKO OK and we're introduced to it yeah. by this podcast. I love very that chill. show. And it's over and it is unlikely to get anything else. But it had a great ending. And I think that that is absolutely one of my favorite pieces of Western animation mm. in the past 10 years. Like so, it's, it's wonderful. It's um, really fun. And uh, the fact that he got introduced to Narragansett Lager from <laughs> us is funny because I know you guys, uh, Cam and Alex, are constantly talking about cracking Gansets. That was the star of our uh, Avengers Endgame Power Hour. Oh, <laughs> what is the distribution no area of that? Since. Because I know on the Hot Dog episode we talked about like local. Uh, yeah, that is uh, fairly local. Yeah, I, I wouldn't true. want to dox our, our fans. I, I know. I'm just sent us thinking, thing, like, how, but... how far out do they go? Well, I mean, it's, we're in the New England area. Yes. We very exactly. much exposed in our last episode. We, we have said exactly, exactly and that's where fine. we live. It, it's, um, we can't hide it. And yeah, uh, we, we zeroed in pretty good. <laughs> we really enjoyed the Genius episode. I would, I would like to give a quick shout out to the uh, uh, people who listen to us from the Genius Reddit page oh yeah um, we got a couple uh, they, people to check yeah we got a couple out. comments i thought it was very i'm very amused by that i want to apologize for getting all the names wrong uh yeah. Yeah. and according to them explaining one of the games completely wrong and misunderstanding <laughs> it completely <laughs> which i find very <laughs> funny uh that i did that but um we did enjoy that show it was a nice kind of thing outside of our comfort zone and the good news for you andrew is that alex and i have already started watching yeah i've it thought about it neither I, I of us finished it, it. Oh. <laughs> The secret for this one is that uh, you picked a thing from my favorite director in anime, mm-hmm. so we're gonna have some yes. t- something oh. to talk about there. Yeah. So. Yes, there's Maybe there's I'll plenty to talk out. about. I I quite liked what I watched of uh, Isaac yeah. Ken, and I am looking forward to watching the rest of it. We will get to it probably next loop, unless yeah. uh, something else comes up. Like I've actually specific. already gotten the theme song but, um, stuck in my head before because I've I've seen it, and, and yeah, a bunch wonderful. of people I know are like, "Watch Isaac Ken," and I'm like, "Yeah, maybe someday." So uh, what are we doing next week? Okay, it is Seb's turn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seb, that's all, that's up all to right. you. What so are we, doing we next are week? going. Um, I mentioned this on the off podcast. Um, one of the influences influences that I thought off might have had artistically um, is Johnny the Homicidal Maniac by Jonan Vasquez of uh, Invader Zim fame. Um, and I do not think anybody is going to actually like it, but I think it's kind of a valuable. <laughs> Interesting. It's it's kind of a valuable look into the mid to late '90s, early 2000s, um, both goth culture and the the kind of nihilistic, uh, cynical outlook that a lot of people had, and, and that kind of the Burton-esque art style that was going around at the time. Um, I I just 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested so in experiencing the... It's a comic. What is it this? It is a comic. Okay. Um, it's a graphic novel. Um, it's very short. I'd like you guys to read the whole thing. Um, and I can get you guys copies if you would like. Or um, I'm sure you can find it somewhere I else. I am going to drop by sometime soon and pick up a okay. physical copy. I will just steal I think it. Will... You'll steal it? Okay. Link me, baby. Yes. All right. But yeah, I'm excited to experience the Newberry Comics uh, hot topic uh, Invader Zim. I mean, Zim I think that this kind culture. of predates yes, that, right? It, it because... came before um, Invader Zim, and in fact, I think. Well, no, it didn't come before hot topic, but it definitely was part of the aesthetic afterwards. Um, it predates the culture. Yeah, it, if I may it, say so. it was at yeah, the peak of I, golf culture. Each of these in things the 90s. are inspired by each other. Right, that's true. Yada, yada, um, yada. And I, would, we'll I, I am interested in this because this is something that. I remember I used to read get a monthly comics mm-hmm. magazine uh, when I was too uh, young and too stupid Wizard? to. Uh, yes, that's it. Wizard magazine. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was too I was too young and too stupid to uh, purchase comics for myself, um, and I would just read about comics <laughs> a lot of the time, which is so stupid. The, now the Nintendo Power Up, but <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I remember Johnny the Homicidal Maniac and Squee, one of Yonan Vas- Vasquez's Squee's other not great. works getting brought up multiple times in there so i knew about this when it was coming out but i did not read it and i'm looking forward to kind of uh getting like a getting a look yeah. inside that especially since this is it's been a while since we've done uh an episode about a specific comic instead of me pointing a gun to you guys' heads and say read one comic yeah. book um i, uh, I think it's, like, it's no. valuable <laughs> we just the buy a comic book. i don't think it's something that necessarily we will all agree with but if you were ever an angsty 15 year old you will definitely find it within you to be like i understand this comic i was not but i still yeah. think I it will, will get be something fun. out of this i think i will get something an interesting one and um uh so uh that's it for our show this week next week we're going to be doing johnny the homicidal maniac of the comic book we're looking forward to reading that and um Thank you so much for being a part of our uh, Penn and Teller Fool Us episode. If you wanted to send us, if you have been fooled into listening to to this podcast, please don't cast at gmail.com. You can send it to our Twitter at please don't cast. Yeah. Um, And also, um, if uh, listening to this on Monday, our um, new Patreon funded show, Hazardous Materials, will have posted on Ready Player One. So if you want to hear us frantically mm, and that uh, one's a mess. barely rant yeah. about nerd culture and references. If you would like to hear it was interesting. Uh, me do a dramatic reading of Ernest Klein's poetry, <laughs> oh, yes. I think that you will enjoy that. Are episode. you interested in a spoken word nerd porn? Then check out our Hazardous <laughs> Materials first episode. It practically sells itself. If you were interested on, in minutiae on the differences between Mechagodzilla versions, let me know and I'll make that into my own episode. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, Cam actually edited that one himself. Cam hosted edited that one himself. We'll and, see how uh, it goes. Looking forward to how it, how that turned out. But uh, thank you again for uh, listening. This has been. Please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. And we'll see you Bye. next week. Bye podcast. Bye. Bye. Uh, you'll never fool us. We are omniscient. Omnipotent. Unfoolable. Which one's no uh, um, omniscient. Um, omniscient and omnipotent. Know, omniscient is you all know it. All right, omniscient. What's that?